Sawyer to my right. Yes, the green screen is back. What's up? And you can see me better yeah. in all my beauty now because Odin's not taking up my spot. We're gonna, I'm, I'm working on I'm working on a little something something for next week when we have our next oh, yes. Yeah. The camera's oh, yeah. no longer over here, so if I keep looking over here, and I mean to be looking here now because I moved the camera to accommodate the green screen, I'm very happy that I figured it all out and got it back up. So. Oh, shit. I didn't even realize it. I was like, what are you talking about? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The fact got... that you're not uh, in a room, you're a floating head. I know. It's awesome. How, how does it feel to not have the rest of your body? I, it's, you know, liberating. I would imagine. Let me uh freeing actually, freeing some would say. Yes. It makes it hard to, <laughs> it makes it hard to poop though. It just kind of falls out. That makes it sound like it would be pretty easy. Yeah, well, you know, it's 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 messier is what I'm getting at. It's messier. Mm, yeah. Anyway. All right. Enough poop talk. How are you? What's going on? How's your week been? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Dive right uh, in here. I've uh my week has been um lightning speed like yeah. It feels like we just got done recording the last one. I know. Blinked. Uh, just went by. Well, because we were on, we were late. We did a Saturday. Still, that it's still like it's been yeah. five days, and it feels like it's been like. It's true, man. One. It's true. You know. But you know, we want to get it. Like, That's how we want to get it. You know, we want to knocking these out. Knocking them yes. out. Oh, I was like, "What do you mean? That's how we want to get it? We like, want to get. We want to be doing this. If we want to do wanna, this full we time, we need a rhythm. We need a rhythm, is what you're trying we to gotta say. We got to get uh, rhythm is a dancer. I believe the song says. Yeah, I don't know what song you're talking about because you know I'm 12 or whatever. Yeah, uh, you see, I've <laughs> got you doing it to yourself now. That's terrible. Don't do that, Caleb. Yeah, it is. I've just given up. Okay, it's really, you know. What are you? Uh, what are you drinking there? That looked uh... scotch. Ooh, it's a much uh, healthier option than oh. Rockstar, I feel. I'm staying at the, uh, wait, what? You Oh, I was like, the the, the studio? No, we're, stay, we're staying at the in-laws place, right? They don't yep. have any, like, glasses. I know that sounds weird. They don't have any glasses. And so uh, the only, like, small things I could have a couple fingers of scotch in was a coffee mug, which makes me look uh, a little more than just, like, a career alcoholic. But, you know. So I got, uh, I'll, I'll show you is. this. I got this from, this is maybe the best gift I've gotten in a while. Um, I got this from my brother-in-law. This is a Yeti tumbler. Okay. And when I, you, we opened it, the directions, all, oh, the, there's still a little coffee in there. I almost dumped, tipped it over. That would have been really bad. But really whenever funny. you uh, open the directions, it literally says, this will hold one cup of coffee, uh, six, or... six fingers of whiskey, or scotch, or bourbon, whatever you want, but don't put vodka in it, damn it, because then we'll take it away from you. <laughs> it's literally what. Wait, it, it says. says that? Yeah, literally? it said it on the packaging. <laughs> that's awesome. I was like, don't that's great, but it like is water. It is. It is an awesome little stainless steel tumbler, and if anybody breaks into my house, um, because it is very hardy, I can that. I can hit them with it because uh, it's yeah. it's great. This is an awesome, by the way, radio visual. We are knocking it out of the park tonight for anybody who listens to the audio yeah no and everyone's going to be able to follow really closely to absolutely everything we're saying yep but anyway guess what guys it's another episode of bounty board it's thursday it's november 8th november 8th check because i almost said october i think i almost said september that's fine 
uh it's november 8th it's a thursday we did this actually on time we we doodled around the conversation for about six minutes but we did start at 10 30 yep no we started at 10 35 it's okay we've been close we were close to on time the tweet went um, out at 10 30 it did we were live i went live we gave at you guys enough time we gave you guys enough time to come back mm-hmm. and uh get ready sit yep. down get comfortable baby come back <laughs> Uh, anyway, so it's been a week, uh, bar- apparently. I'm there real behind. Days. Yeah. Days. How was, uh, how, oh, I'm, I'm the host, Caleb. See, I'm, I'm doing this bad. We, we, we did everything else good, and I'm like stumbling through this. Professionals, man. We're professionals. Yeah. I'm your host, Caleb. As always with me, my co-host, Eric. Eric, what's up, man? What's happening? Uh, how you know? has your week been? Uh, just as fast as yours. I see him kind of blinked and we're here. It's Thursday night. Um, maybe that's cause I only got, you know, normally I get two streams in before the podcast and I was sick. Uh, you could still hear it in my voice a little bit. A little bit. Um, Might be also because you're making a really dumb voice when we started this, which is probably bad for your That voice was amazing. You're, you're weak. You're weak. That voice was amazing. And you know, if you ever need like an elderly wizard, silly wizard type for your game, I will, uh, I will be there for you. Um. Anyway, can't say that sentence without singing the Friends song. <laughs> anyway, can't. Uh, yeah, it was good. Uh, you know, we'll uh, think things are happening. The real life is moving. Uh, nobody else got sick uh, this week, which is good. Uh, always, Very good. Always a bonus. Um, other than that, just uh, doing that Red Dead thing. I. Uh, have oh, you're, you're you're dedicating more time to it now. No, no, I'm dedicating as much time as I did. I'm just not. Uh, I'm I'm uh, I have still done no story missions, and I've literally just drove my horse around the map. Yeah, I've progressed the game in no meaningful way other than I will say the swamp area. Uh, yeah, in the, in, the, in, uh, in the southern uh, southeastern portion of the map is yeah, Lemoyne. Yeah, maybe the most beautifully designed environment in any video game. Ooh, I would, I would, I I literally sat there and just watched. Well, sorry, I'll quantify there. There are, there are other beautifully designed worlds. The dreaming city forsaken is great, but when it comes to, (laughs) when it comes to a photo realism of a earth environment. Sure. Yeah. It is. uh, It's, it's stunning unbelievable and i cannot wait and i'm, I'm gonna be honest it looks phenomenal on the xbox one x uh in 1080 i'm playing in 2k other people are playing in full 4k but i cannot wait for this game to come out on pc to see what the modders do with yeah. high res packs you're sure. you're not gonna be able to tell um like i've that picture i, I texted you that i took like right out of the gate in the camp i put it up in the discord um, yeah. is I've, I've, I told my, I looked, I showed it to both my parents and said, Hey, this is my buddy, Arthur. This is from his ranch in Colorado. And they both were like, Holy shit. Can we please go there? Um, not <laughs> even realizing. No. Yeah. And I was like, well, sure. <laughs> Actually, come over cannot. and watch me play video games. Um, yeah. and we can go around <laughs> this world together. Like it's, it continues to be, even though I haven't progressed in the story, one of the most, and, and this fits into the topic for tonight, right? One of the most yep. morally quandering games that I've oh ever boy, played. Oh boy, it's a it's a muddy mess, and, ain't and, it? Yeah, and we'll and we'll we'll definitely get into that. Uh, yeah. After we after we get into the news, but it's uh, it is a 
it handles morality in kind of a interesting I think in a more interesting way than here's a dialogue tree, right? Uh, yeah. you, you have those choices, but let's let's not let's not jump too far ahead. Go ahead. Take yeah, we won't up. go too far ahead. I would argue that the uh, environment to the west of the like big town you start in Valentine, when you get towards like Strawberry and north of Strawberry, when you get in like Aspen Mountain mm-hmm. territory, is the best looking, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm working my way around. It's like ugh, gross, I'm... but I will agree that like the whole like when you were down in Lemoyne and you see like the kudzu growing over everything. Yep. And oh, he looks. So oh, the good. sunrise with the fog and everything, dude. It's just like it's yeah, insane. Dude. Um, no, there's a there's a really really great clearing like in the northwestern part of the map, north of Strawberry, that like there's mountains in the distance and like there's this big like prairie with like wildflowers and like there's just this giant clearing and I rode right through the middle of it and I was just nice. like, yep, this is amazing. I can nice. do this every day. Yeah, <sighs> the um, the game makes me want to live. I have a three hundred dollar bounty on my head in that area of the map right now. Oh, good so job. I'm uh. Because uh, fucking Micah, that guy. Um, oh yeah, that you you've done that mission where you that, go and save him. Yeah, and uh, yeah, fuck Micah. Everybody's a piece of shit. You know, nobody likes Micah. Nobody, don't, don't feel bad. Nobody not, fucking likes Micah. I know. Um, but yeah, everybody died. And when I say everybody in the town of Strawberry, there's nobody I left. Um, I don't understand how there are people. Yeah. Like my uh, my morality meter in that game is firmly planted in Sith Lord territory. <laughs> At this point. Oh yeah, that's I I realized that doing that mission, I was like, dude, I've been trying to be a good person. Nope. And you're you're an asshole. <laughs> yep. Nope. Uh, yes, you are very much so. Micah is a huge asshole. So anyway. uh, what chapter are you in now? Two. Okay, I'm in three. Yeah, I've been playing. I've been playing for maybe eighty hours, forty. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Sixty hours, eighty hours. Yeah, I've probably got I've probably got about forty hours in the game if I had to if I had to put a number to it. But I've literally done, like I said, I've done nothing but just you just around. run around. Yeah, because you don't. I mean, the way the mission structures and there's just random people there. Yeah, let's. I don't want. We're not. We're gonna. This is gonna turn into this. Red Dead is gonna be our Fortnite for the next six months. So it's not burning. It's all right. We can talk about Red Dead and transition first. in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, let's, we got news to cover. So let's. Uh, yeah, uh, there, I didn't find a whole ton of news. The last, I mean, it's only been four days since our last episode, so there hasn't been a ton to come out. But, like, there's been some Disney streaming service stuff that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting. The this, the Disney streaming service is going to be called Disney Plus. Uh, that was announced uh, today around 2 o'clock. I'm um, reading from that. IGN. Yep. You dislike that? I, it's Disney Plus. I mean, come on, guys. What do you want them to call it? I don't. I don't know. They could have come up with something better than Disney Plus. Like I would have. I would have gone for like Mickey's Funhouse. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Or no. something cool. Um, but Disney Plus just seems generic, and it's like, ugh, okay. But that's fine. You know, they're yeah. They they have user groups and studies that tell them that that was the name to go with. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, it's easy to say. It's easy to remember. It's easy to write down. Marketing. Yeah. Whatever. Yep. It's cool. So uh, alongside with that, uh, there have been announcements of a Loki spinoff series and a um, Rogue One spinoff series. Did you see that? I did. So they're going to do like m- movies on the Rogue One characters, I, I guess. 
Yeah, we'll oh, see. Oh, the series will follow the adventures of Cassie and Andor during the year formative years of the Rebellion and prior to the events of Rogue One. Yep. So the guy that the movie starts with, uh, in terms of the rebels, who kills that uh, guy in the back alley? Yeah, yeah. him, which is dope because I really liked him. Diego Luna is coming back as yeah. Cassian. Good, because he was great. Yeah. I mean, I thought that was a cool. Um, I thought that was a cool. I thought Rogue One was great. Uh, I've liked it more yeah, than I have. It's... I mean, not to say that you know the two Star Wars movies that are you know episodes um, seven, eight, and nine aren't good, but you know they are literally. So far, they have been fan service to close out the main arc of, yeah, I guess, of what uh, uh, and, and end the Skywalker you know storyline. I I want. I, I disagree with you on that, but that's okay. What, what do you mean? Why, why do we disagree on this? Force Awakens is fan service because it had to be, right? Yeah, like, I agree with that. I agree with that. It had to be that movie couldn't have been anything but absolutely what everybody wanted. Or we. All the critics would have been like, all the skeptics would have been like, duh, see, Disney's ruining it. Um, I think Last Jedi was not fan service, and that's why so many fans didn't like it. Right. Um, I mean, I think Last Jedi. But I like the direction it went in. Yeah, I like the direction it went in. I'm not slighting it. I'm just saying. That's it. right. Y'all, if you like our podcast, sorry, Eric, don't mean to interrupt you. I just want to clear the air. If you like our podcast and you don't like force awakens and you don't like people who like force awakens stop listening to our podcast yeah we like that movie because we're not assholes yeah we enjoy right, go ahead. we enjoy all artistic interpretations of things and yeah will, some are better than others some are better than others and we'll debate that and that's what we do here that's what bounty board's about um hey uh eric hey uh can i uh can i surprise you with something yeah can i uh can i drop something on you real quick is it a million dollars Tell me it's a million dollars. <laughs> no, I wouldn't drop that anywhere near you. I'm sorry. <laughs> then yes, go for it. Uh, let me, oh, hold. Actually, keep going. Just keep saying what you were saying. I'll come back to that. Oh, okay. It's in, it's in process. Well, now I'm, now the suspense is kind of killing me. Yeah, you're going to be real and in, intrigued. In, in okay, good. Um, yeah. I thought it was interesting. Jason Schreier over in Kotagu, I don't know if you saw this. Um, Activision is not happy at all. Uh, with destiny sales um, yeah which yeah. that's that seems right yeah it, it seems right um especially you know after their huge announcement of they're basically giving the pc version away um until the 18th yeah. i went ahead and downloaded it i don't think i'll ever play it um on on pc just uh, if i would play it on pc if they made it so that i could get my xbox character on pc Right, I don't think that sure. Destiny's one of those games that will never support cross-platform um, because of the 30 frames uncap frame thing um, that PC supports. Um, yeah. But there's zero reason why I can't log into my Xbox Live account and play on PC and have my 596 Hunter um, to play with uh, and all of the content there. Like, um, Man, I'm so sorry. I'm not. It's not that I'm not paying attention. It's I've so far removed myself from Destiny in the last. I just realized, like I, I, I forgot that game existed. No, I, I mean, I got. I, I was thinking about it today because I was watching a buddy um, stream it. He just downloaded it on PC and got back into it uh, for free. Um, but uh, you know, just to just to check it out, and I was like, 
Oh, wait, there's an expansion coming out in a couple weeks, actually. Um, yeah, the, uh, what is it called? The, the Black Armory or whatever it is? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I, it's amazing to me that I completely fucking forgot about this game having stuff still coming out. Fair enough. I mean, it's yeah. not, it's not so like yeah. there aren't things coming out to, uh, yeah, and when you get when you get stuff like Red Dead and fucking Assassin's Creed, and next week we get Hitman and Battlefield, correct? And then the month after that we get Dark Side. You know what I mean? Like, no, Dark Siders is at the end of this. Month. <sighs> oh, is it the end of November? Yeah, yeah. Dark Siders is like a week after Battlefield, or two weeks after Battlefield. Oh, mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. It's the, yeah. So, sorry to, to talk to the news article you brought up. Uh, Activision being upset with Destiny failing sales isn't a surprise to me, right? Because, like, Destiny 2, I guess, sold more than Destiny 1 initially? Or maybe not. I don't even know those numbers. That's I should figure those out. Um, does he list them in that article at all? Uh... Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another radio visual. And while he's doing that radio visual, everybody to fruition with what i was saying before um the camera's gonna look a little wonky for a second because we're adding another member to the party ladies and gentlemen <laughs> ladies and gentlemen welcome benjamin sawyer revered <laughs> and his comic book artist designer illustrator just general all-around awesome dude oh welcome. thanks what an introduction welcome hello everybody hello what's hello. up what's up so we're, uh, oh, wow. we're we're running through news right now. Um, Eric mm-hmm. was looking up the stats of Destiny sales because apparently Activision's pissed about it. <sighs> so while you're doing Activision that, Activision's pissed about. Uh, they're unpleased. They're displeased with uh, Destiny 2's sales numbers. A two-year-old game or one-year-old game? How old is this game? Destiny's oh. one and a half. Okay. Destiny Wait. two. No. Yeah, Destiny two. Destiny two is one and a half. Because Destiny 2 came out in September of last year. Correct. Um, but Eric, while you're looking up those stats, uh, the last, the next news article, dude, this one's actually kind of exciting. This one's out of IGN. Dude. Avengers 4's reveal time, or run time has been revealed. Have you Uh-oh. guys seen this? Uh-oh. No. Yeah, I have actually. Uh, so it's going to be three hours long. I'm, I, I see no, yeah, nothing awesome. wrong with this. No, no I don't know. It needs to be right. Um, Infinity War, which came out earlier this year, was the previous record holder at two and a half hours. Uh, this is three hours long. Uh, I imagine we're gonna get all sorts of Jesus. The Russo said they're halfway through the editing process, so we're gonna see a trailer pretty soon, I think. Ben, what are you doing with your camera? I'm trying to figure it out. What am I doing with my camera? <laughs> it's facing your TV or your your screen. Uh, okay. and now it's facing you. All right. I wish I could. I can't. I'm figuring out this app. I'm sorry. This is not good podcast machine. I can't see myself on my phone anymore. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, so it's facing it's facing you now. Um, yeah. If you open up uh, the the Twitch link, or you go to twitch.com slash twitch.tv slash hybrid glass, you can just watch the podcast from there. Just mute it so you can not right. hear the echo effect. Um yeah, Eric, did you get any numbers out of the No, I just, all I could see is the player base numbers, which it was like two and a half million people actively playing PvE and then another one and a half million playing Crucible. Um, hmm. Yeah, so, so it's uh, it's it's trailing off, which I, th- I think makes sense, right? If someone like me 
and you have stopped playing the, that game completely, and we try to play everything as much as possible just to have a, a thought on it. Yeah. Yeah. And fucking Red Dead, dude. <laughs> like, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the when you have a whole new season of games, and a bunch of them are very good. We mentioned this like we've been talking about this for the last four months on the podcast, right? It's been, it's literally, yes. the fall was going to be owned by Red Dead. You got a Battlefield game that got out of the way. Um, you know, now granted that Battlefield game was met with a lot of critical kind of meh. Um, sure. but, um, you know, in the beta, but sorry, I just hit my mic. So far, Red Dead <laughs> has just lived up to every expectation that I have in, in every way possible. Uh, and like I said, I don't understand how, I don't understand how a company like, uh, Bungie can be, not Bungie, yeah, Bungie can be so, uh, I don't know, obtuse about losing sales a year and a half after the game's out to games that are fresh. Like it's going to happen. That happens every time. I, I feel like a game staying relevant for as long as they have is rare. Yeah. And I think Activision's problem is they're trying to make, they're trying to re. I don't. I don't even know what they're trying to do. That's the problem, right? Like, yeah, nobody. Does. They're not trying to. They're not trying to clone. Um, they're not exactly trying to clone like World of Warcraft. <laughs> you straightened no. out. Yeah, sorry. We're just <laughs> watching you like <laughs> watching you fiddle, and it sounds like you're wadding up paper. Yeah. So um, next week, next week when you guys tune in, I will have the the camera situation fixed. There will not be a. You did one. figure that out. Yeah, cool. yeah, I did figure it out. Um, I had yeah. to hook a second camera up to my PC, uh, and had I known, so, I would have rolled with that tonight, Caleb. But uh, oh, this was the late thing. Yeah, yeah like he he literally came back a couple minutes ago. And was Can like, I do hey, this, or is it just gonna turn me sideways? That's just leave it like that because that's amazing. Uh, <laughs> it, oh, it just rotated. Go. There we go. Yeah, perfect. Hey. Um, so no, what I was saying is that like I don't, no one knows what Activision's trying to do with Destiny, but it seems like if they're upset about numbers now, based on the fact that like no one's playing or it hasn't sold enough, it seems like they're trying to recreate what they did with Blizzard and World of Warcraft, and maybe not recreate it on well, a one to one ratio, but like it seems like on. they're expecting Destiny to be yeah, yeah. way let's back way up. more yeah. successful. Activision but, had nothing to do with World of Warcraft or anything with that, right? They published it. Yeah, but they're not a de- they're not developing it. They're just the yeah. money behind it. The money. Okay, guys, yeah. but we're talking about Activision being upset about Destiny, another game that they put money behind. So I don't think the parallel is too far off. Like they saw the success that came out of World of Warcraft, they're trying to recreate it on console and it's not working. Right? I wonder. I don't I wonder if that can be a direct one-to-one comparison because it's I, they had to have known what they were getting into when Blizzard gives them a MMO with probably a five to ten year plan versus a first-person shooter acting like an MMO with a one-year plan and then oh okay I guess we'll throw some Activision DLC on there. Did, by the way, just real quick, just a quick correction. Yeah. Um, Activision had nothing to do with World of Warcraft. Blizzard published World of Warcraft. And Blizzard was after. Yeah, the, the, the oh, that's the, right. The Activision Blizzard merger was way after. Yep. That's okay. True. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's Blizzard okay. Energy. I was like, wait, that doesn't. That just doesn't sound right. And no, I wanted to make sure. They we... still might be trying to recreate the magic. And, yeah, totally. And I agree. Make with that. even more money, yeah. but. Yeah, I just. Yeah. I, and I remember, think... they set out. Oh, go ahead, Eric. My bad. Yeah, I, I think you and you were about to say the same thing. I think Bungie has been in this kind of nefar- nefarious situation with Activision. <laughs> 
ever since they got in bed with him where it's like, oh, we've got this 10-year plan. Well, this 10-year plan has been marred by a game releasing and then a year later, the game actually releasing actually <laughs> releasing twice now. And I think yeah, the gamers are starting there. There are a year ago, Destiny 2 was the option to play. That's what you had. But now you've got yeah. Call of Duty 4. Red Dead 2. Yeah. Battlefield. And that was something that I said when uh, we were playing Forsaken is that like Forsaken is good for Destiny, bad for players. Correct. Is that like Forsaken was good and brought people back. But like if it were to be successful, that would be bad for players because then it just like solidifies that yeah. the, the loop that we got in Destiny 1, which was like broken game, shit DLC, oh, we'll fix it a year later. Uh, was repeated because this Destiny 2, while not as easily broken or not as quickly realized as being broken, was still broken. Uh, Osiris was bad, Warmind was okay, which well, like e- equally like are, Dark Below and bad, or is this sub? What's up? Is this objective? Were they objectively awful? Is no, I don't know anybody. As... I personally don't know anybody and. Uh, in like the reference material that I read, don't know anybody that liked Osiris. Um, hmm. Like you don't even meet the guy that the, the, the DLC is named after. There were like five story missions. It just it's you know it felt like Dark Below. It felt like um, what was the other one for Destiny One? House of Wolves. Yeah, like the two DLCs we got with this felt, I guess subjectively to me, like they were. <laughs> on the same par Mm -hmm. but objectively the response to the taken king and forsaken were huge and people were like all right we're gonna get what we want but somehow it still hasn't kept people around and i think it's because people are getting tired of destiny which is why i think yeah there's not uh, there's no true competitive scene right you once you get the light once once you get light level there's zero reason to play and there's no, there's not a even a more of a reason to play now because there's n- no reason where in Destiny 2 1.0 you could have three characters and run through them in a weekly basis and have fun with it. There's just too much content to do that now, right? So once you get yeah. one character to 600, unless you really want to do that, I mean, there are the Destiny faithful and the Destiny hardcore out there, and I still have sure we have several friends, regardless. yeah. Um, they get yeah. their 600 light level, uh, you know, when the new expansion comes out, it's a toss up. If I get it, I may go, I've got a <laughs> stack of shit in here. I could take to GameStop and yeah, trade in. I think I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I think, I, I think I'm yeah. not going back either. I yeah. mean, look, like, think about it, Eric, like it's going to come out in December when we're in the heat of battlefield five and preparing for, Oh no shit. You just said that. Like we're going to be in the heat of. I'm going to be in the heat of Hitman and Battlefield. You're going to be in Battlefield and Darksiders. Ben's going to be in Battlefield. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, we've, got, I, we've got shit coming out that's going to be oh new, man. fresh, There's and we're looking forward to. Big, fat, juicy uh, update coming uh, announced uh, for Sea of Thieves on Saturday. They've yeah. given us a new roadmap. There you uh, go. Yeah, you should. Uh, you should. Uh, is that something from the Pioneer program? Can you share that? Uh, let me see. What can I say? Um, I can say what they've said, which is they're introducing fog oh, and fuck, uh, yeah. and uh, emergent skelly ships. I think I think I can say that. So, cool. is it is it on the internet? Can you go to a website and find it? 
No. No, they, they sound like their last live stream, I think, uh, on YouTube. It. Yeah, they sound uh, like yeah, they pioneers. Much more. Yeah. Okay, I won't say much more. There's there's a lot coming. Yeah. Uh, I think Skelly Ship's known that that's that's coming. They've been talking about making them. Now you have to go find them, but they've been talking about a while where they're going to come find you. Right. So they'll just pop up. Right. Which is Dope. pretty cool. Just like just like the Megalodon and the Kraken. Yeah. Uh, I, I know a lot more, but I'm not going to say a lot more because I'm part of their beta program. For those who don't know what the Pioneer program is, uh, but I can tell you this is probably the single biggest content update since their release. It's massive. Cool. And it's free because cool. that's the way they roll. Nice. But beyond yeah. that, on Saturday we're getting a, a new roadmap too, so we'll we'll see what's coming for the next six months. Uh, yeah, and I and think hopefully the next uh, six player ship is going to be a part of that. Hopefully, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's then, awesome. You know, Sea of Thieves. I think there's, um, yeah. But to your point, it's. I think Destiny is in a weird, a super weird spot right now because they were kind of the the early model for what we have dubbed a live service game, um, <laughs> and or what they dubbed a live service game, and now people are just you know doing it better. Um, yeah. Sea of Thieves maybe sort of requestion the DLC platform like. I know some people um, sort of accepted early Destiny 2 DLC differently. You know, Caleb obviously dislikes it. But uh, the way uh, Sea of Thieves does it, it's, it's sort of a trickle of content. Yeah. You know, like it's uh, one new thing here and there. And that's and it's almost every two or three weeks you get something new. And I think in that regard, if if Destiny had just not tried to do these big branding pushes, like you know, like Osiris and it's this big story push and it's a new cutscene and a new cinematic. And mm -hmm. it's, it's sort of delivered to you in a package, right? Like, here's this new thing, boom. And then you're done in two hours. You're like, Oh, okay. But like, I, and, and I'm maybe in the minority, but say, see if these does that, but it, it does it in a way that people expect just a little bit of content. Like Halloween content was just, you, 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 you die, you get a different colored lantern, then you find a torch out in the world and you light your torch. And that's that's it. Not a big thing. But that's what we expected. Anything new is cool. But maybe the way Destiny is handling it, by making these huge sort of marketing pushes, like new DLC, and then it doesn't really deliver. Maybe it's just, maybe it's just, I hate this word. I absolutely hate it. I swear I'd never use it. Maybe it's the optics. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a... But, uh, That's such a the world I live in every day, Ben. Thing to say, the corporate cold America world. Do we have <laughs> do we have optics on that deal, guys? I heard that twice oh, today God. from two separate yeah. entities that Gross. I work with. What are the optics on this deal? And I'm just like, so not to linger in news too long, but to talk to Ben's point, I think that Destiny is planning that. I think that I remember reading that the next year of Destiny until Destiny three, uh, unless they decide to take a year off, which I can't imagine them doing, having only you know five well i guess they have five years left in that deal whatever well the next year of destiny content is going to be story expansion less they've said it's just going to be like a drip of like more things to do like strikes and raid yeah. uh layers and things like that so more, like more of the same yeah and well no i guess like more of what forsaken gave us um, in endgame style stuff and not what the prior DLCs have given us in terms of extra story content and missions. There's going to be new yeah. zones and new challenges, but not new like story, which for me, like it's, it's fucking Bungie. Like they, they created the Halo universe, like not getting story from them sucks. 
and I'm not trying to say that Destiny 1 or 2 gave us enough story from them, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how Destiny pans out, especially having to compete with this fall series of games and then Anthem and Division next year are going to come out with, you know, Division or Anthem's coming out with five years of development, literally watching Destiny fall on its face. Yep. And uh, the Division's coming with a community that they revitalized over two years of rebuilding the yep. game based on what people wanted. So, eh, those yeah, two I games, mean, I, I think, are poised to do some cool shit. I've got Division 1 downloaded, and I'm waiting for kind of that little bit of doldrum like at the you know kind of top of january end of uh in january there to jump back in and do some of the things in the division one that will go towards the division two uh, yeah the shields yeah like i that. think that's cool um to ben's point though i think that's i think sea of thieves is kind of a precursor or maybe an early adopter and where we're going to start seeing the the way dlc is going to happen right um out of a lot well, of yes. games um and I think, you know, personally, I, I'm not, I, I mean, I appreciate what Sea of Thieves is. I just can't, that, that I just can't do that grind. I'm sorry, Ben. Um, <laughs> but, uh, well, the, the, the sandbox is very different and it will yeah, be different a, in it's a totally December. Different so yep. you should, uh, should dip your toes back in yeah, and see I, if I will, it's got more, uh, yeah, more to I'll, offer you. I'll update it on the, on, it'll give me a reason to play PC, uh, use my PC for something <laughs> other than a uh, stream box for Xbox. Um, sure. But, yeah. uh, it's um it's interesting to see because i i have a feeling like that model is going to get adopted more and more over time you know this living world that is always evolving always updating always going and i think that just plays in everything we've talked about over the last four or five months caleb as we mentioned on every podcast um, yeah game is becoming a way of life rather yep. than and a then, uh yeah hobby you're living in a world and then you're jumping from world to world to world and mm. the end utopian vision there is like what you and Odin and I talked about last week is, oh, well, now we're in the fucking RPO mentality of I'm walking <laughs> through a portal and now I'm yeah. this now I'm this guy. I'm walking through a portal. Year one of guy. Bounty Board. Year one of Bounty Board should like it's summed up by RPO, Red Dead and Fortnite. Yep. <laughs> We've brought up so RPO. Gaming is less. Gaming needs to be. And I think with VR chat and stuff like that and and. The last two years have been a huge VR explosion, of course. I think we're going to go from more of a, this is a product I will consume, to I'm going to jack in and I'll be my avatar for three or four hours or five hours or 12 hours. Or totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's, yeah, yeah that's, uh, I don't, uh, Odin, Odin saying that's not far off just with based on content and uh, stuff. Shit, yeah. Build. So like. Yeah, but Odin's got the Oculus. So he's, he's basically seeing what Ready Player One is. And if it's always actually funny to me, we might be close to something similar to Ready Player One, but if you've ever played VR chat or watched people play VR mm -hmm. chat on YouTube, it's a different animal, man. It's the, it's the, it's the strangest, it's all of the internet's weirdness boiled down into a concentrated, holy shit, <laughs> virtual reality <laughs> program. Yeah, yeah. It's so strange. You've got anime girls with tanks for legs and you've got, knuckles characters clucking at each other and, and, yep. and you've got piglet saying touch me my ears with your filthy hands and it's just Ugh. it's like it's weird man it's not ready player one we're not there <laughs> but, <laughs> not yet. Uh, as far as like jacking in and being an avatar and and uh yeah close to yeah. that i suppose but the, with the sure. weirdness of the internet is not portrayed in hollywood <laughs> i yeah. no, don't think not at all. no okay 
So moving out of news and talking about destiny and shit like that, uh, our main topic for the week is morality in games. Uh, and to that topic, just the existence of morality based like bar systems that that rate your player on a good or evil scale. Paragon um, Renegade. Paragon Renegade. Uh, Fable was one of the big like, hey, you're going to be able to play this game and end completely differently if you do yep. yeah. bad things or good things. Didn't you and get a so, Halo if you were good in that game? And then Horns if you didn't? Yeah, you started the glow. Obvious? You started the glow, and if you were bad, you got like wings and devil horns. Yeah, you and, got like, like a Hellboy shadow. style. Yeah, you look crazy. That's great. Yeah, and so uh, I guess the question, first question to start it out, which I lost just thinking about Hellboy uh, horns and Fable, and forgot completely about that. Um, I guess the first question to start it out is: Do you think that morality systems in games? add to the storytelling or take away from it and like whichever one you think why is the the story in multiple directions so that it can i don't know so i don't know okay so i think in uh mass effect you only have these brief instances where you get to like pull the trigger and be an asshole or say something that is just really vile but the game sort of went the same direction anyway you're still fighting the reapers you you know whatever the game kind of goes the same direction i think uh with red dead because that's all anybody can think about right now anyway uh you're sort of a uh you're you're in the moral gray area anyway you're a guy who tried to have a family and failed and you're robbing banks because that's all you're good at so, of course, when you're riding down the, the path, you can go help somebody who's getting eaten by a mountain lion, but then you're, you are going to go, like, kill people robbing the next bank. So, like, the, it's, the whole game is a big moral gray area anyway, so it doesn't really matter what you do, right? So it's sort of two different formulas there. I don't know many games these days who have complete different paths depending on, on your choices. As much as fact led you to believe that way, but, of course, ultimately, that's not the way it ended. And... I know that's a very old reference, but no, no I, I figured Mass Effect would be talked about heavily. Yeah, I think in... uh, I think it's Mass Effect's the most relevant way to put this, right? Because that was kind of the big. If we're gonna put a pin, you know, on the map, uh, and get optics into this topic, uh, <laughs> God damn it, we have to unpack it though. We've got to unpack, to unpack it. We're really gonna unpack yeah. this um, right now. Uh, and take a look at the roadmap. I don't. I could go all day. You know. Uh, you know, we're gonna <laughs> you look. Could. At, you don't have to. We're gonna read the tea leaves here. Get some insider baseball. Um, <laughs> we're, we're really gonna open the kimono and just make sure we drill down as many letters as we can. Okay, I'm done. Um, <clears> but I just, I just like died. Did you die a little bit? <laughs> Good. Because uh, no, I was, I was muted. You didn't hear me like hack because I was coughing. No, but I think because I was inhaling when you started saying that shit. Go ahead. I think Mass Effect is a good case study. You know, kind of open the topic up and answer your question is you got the first game was kind of, you know, looked at it's like, oh, my God, I can make choices and it affect the story. And it ultimately sure. it, it kind of changed that. And they introduced this system that took your save from the first game and put it to the second game and took those choices and was your family a bunch of bastards. And, you know, were, were you a douche? And then the third game to Ben's point ended, however, that you, you wanted it to end. Um, but uh, only three options. Right. I think. uh <laughs> Deus Ex, yeah, you got one of three options. Deus Ex, the new one, 
uh, also kind of fell on that where you ended up you know beating the big robot at the end and then she, or the news thing and then she gave you the option to say you can do this and everything stays the same or you can do this and oh uh, that's absolutely not the new one uh, <laughs> but yes you're right <laughs> no 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 not the the first the first remake not the second one yeah, yeah human yeah. revolution yeah, the human, first exactly. one on, first, on the console yeah yep um, i forgot about uh, that you're yep. in pan pan not pangea panacea yeah some you can sink the facility. You yep. can sink the facility and not tell the world, or you can tell the world, or you can yeah. blame it on hackers or some shit. Yeah, yeah. and I think I, it's. I, it's I, don't know, I don't know if I need that. I don't think I even like it. Yeah. See, and that's where that's where I was going. All with I'm going to do is save it, watch the cutscene, try scene, everyone, go through the credits, come right. back, do it again. Right. That's not rewarding either. Like, oh, you gave me three endings. Cool. I guess. I don't know. See, that's where that's where I was going with the question. Right? Is is that like? Mm-hmm. When, when I think games do it right, it's not a decision that you reach that resolves the game. It's a different path that you go. Like in Witcher Two, there's a a decision you can make at one point during a conflict that if you make that decision, like a fucking like ten hour chunk of the game is just cut off. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you just you just don't see it. It's just not there. Uh, I um, wish I'd played more of Witcher Three. I played a good chunk, but I know Witcher as a series would be a good contribution to this topic. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I have all about morality a, choices. I've played a regrettably small amount of that game too. Uh, I never even got to Novigrad. Um, <clears throat> but like, that's the difference, right? That you've got the games that, that first revolutionized it started um, with like fable, I guess. And then the first mass effect where like immediately what you saw was a game that was like, Oh, I can talk about this with my friends and we all saw something different. Mm-hmm. And then when they try to come to conclusion, they try to like tie everything up in a bow. And I think that's maybe the mistake is that like, we don't want it to tie up in a bow. We want it to keep going with this, like, Oh shit. Like my game was completely different than yours. And that adds to the, like the water cooler conversation about it. So I guess when I was asking like, uh, like what, what, how, what kind of impact does it have? You guys kind of answered it. Like, it's got this impact that gives you the idea that you have this facility over the story, right? You can, you can make an impact on where everything is happening, but games try to go back to taking control of it. Um, and do you think that's happening in red dead? I do you uh... think red, do you think red dead's going to come? Okay. So for those who don't know, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is actually a prequel. So numbering and naming conventions outside of the question. Uh, In Red Dead 1, you play as one guy in the gang that is in Red Dead 2, and it's not the guy you're playing as in Red Dead 2. And in Red Dead 1, he has sided with the government and helped them eliminate the entire gang. So like playing Red Dead Redemption 2, you kind of know... It's a doomed mission. It's like Rogue yeah. One. Like you know, everyone's yeah. gonna fucking die. Most people are gonna fucking die. Yeah, you know, Vader's gonna come at the end and just cut them all up. Yeah. So, like, what does a game like that giving you good morality and bad morality? Like, how do you think that's gonna impact it? Like, do you think it's gonna actually like give you an option where you see your character Arthur right off into the sunset? Because John was like, "Well, you were a good person, so like, see, I'll let you run." 
or is it going to be like fuck it you can shoot at john and he'll kill you or you cannot shoot at john and he'll kill I, you i i've kind of looked at it i kind of i didn't look at the morality meter the first time i saw it pop up in red dead as a as a narrative for the as a as a device for the narrative i looked at it as a device for how you choose to play the game and kind of a metric of what you're choosing to do are you choosing to be a kind of Robin Hood style outlaw where you're still a bad guy and you're still doomed, but you're going to be kind of on the lighter side of the game and say, I'm going to help people. I'm going to go around, or are you going to do what I'm doing? uh, Thanks to Micah's ass and just murder (laughs) everybody. Like my my Arthur Morgan. And you missed that. You missed that earlier. Yeah. My Arthur Morgan is an awful human being. Anytime there's a witness (laughs) to a crime, they get a bullet in the head. Anytime I see somebody, they're a bullet in the head. Like <laughs> the body count in my world is stacking up like a Schwarzenegger Stallone movie in the nineties. I mean, it is just getting, and I just got a new, I got a new handgun too. And I'm itching to try it. What um, gun did you get? Uh, the Schofield. Uh, eh, it's Schofield, but nice try. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a good gun. The uh, handgun. Yeah. Yeah. Schofield revolver. Schofield. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Um, so, kicker. I didn't think that we would have this dichotomy, Eric, because I thought I thought we were playing this game the same way. So this is actually cool. Yeah. Uh, ben, how are you playing it? Are you are you um, dancing a, the middle I'm line or your boy scout? All right. So Ben well, and I are if, the same. If somebody, uh, I mean, I'm going to defend myself. If somebody ambushes me on the street, you're dead. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if um, someone like gets in a oh the eugenics guy in Saint Denis, when he finished, I let him finish his conversation. And then yeah. Arthur calls him out for being a fucking idiot. And you start a fight. And I beat the bricks out of this dude next to a cop. And the cop didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. And then I went to talk to the cop. And the and Arthur was like, you know what? There needs to be more cops like you. And I was like, yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so you're playing You're playing like I am. You're, you're doing, you're helping everybody. Yeah, I'm a good boy. Yeah. yeah. And so do you think that that lends to like some, some non, non, uh, what am I trying to say? Not congruent, but like, do you think that it, it conflicts? It conflicts with the story that Rockstar is trying to tell? No, no, because the way they wrote him. Uh, I don't know if you've gotten to meet Mary yet, but uh, is that his? Uh, is that his, his lost love? Ex, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, I it's the first he story. tried to have a family, but her family just wasn't having it, so yeah, he had to just like leave. Yeah. yeah. So I I think the game's written well enough to know that Arthur's not real bright but bright enough to have some uh agency in his decisions which is sort of an interesting aspect considering the agency is yours right it's an interesting way to write it so like he uh he is morally complex but then that's that's where you come in which is pretty beautiful so no i just i don't think it matters what you do in the game it still fits with his story yeah he can be a murderous asshole or or you can give a lady a ride home because her horse died from an alligator yeah. attack. Yeah. So I was Which listening you guys, to you guys given that as a little petite black lady that her her horse got stuck in the mud and a crocodile ate it. So when you're giving her a ride back home, she tells the story. It's I love oh, those. No, I love those organic comics in the game. Like, she's tied up on the back of sick. another horse. You oh, save no, her, I... and then she's telling you that story on the way back. And she's talking okay. about living in Legras and how like a gator got one horse's leg and oh, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they tried right. to save yeah, it yeah. and they slipped and so was shit. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Her accent was real good. Those organic moments yeah. in the game are just phenomenal. They're yeah, so good. Everything. 
Yeah. So I was listening to to Waypoint talk about this, and they there are a couple of things they brought up that I haven't experienced, and I don't mean I haven't experienced this and I haven't gotten there. Like my game's been different. Um, one of the things they brought up was that like the reason they didn't think the story meshed is that like here you have Arthur like going out and killing people and doing awful shit, and then coming back and being like super nice with these like with these people and like being superhuman. And I was like, hold on. I'm not killing a bunch of people. So when he comes back to the camp and he's like hanging out with everybody, he still feels like the criminal with the heart of gold. Um, but another thing they mentioned that I was talking to Odin about earlier tonight is they said that he seemed like he wasn't really connected with the group because every time they sang, he didn't know any of the words. I have sung with the group every time I've come back. Mm-hmm. And the first time he does it, yeah, for a couple of songs, he's like, mm-hmm, not singing along. Now he knows every word to every song and he like rocks as he sings yeah, with everybody and like great. shouts and cheers. So like the game's accounting for more of what you do than just what you do outside of the camp. It's accounting for what you do with the people in the camp. And like, if you do your chores, like people treat you differently. Like yeah. That. See, that's interesting. Cause my first experience with singing in the camp, he knew every word to the song. Me too. Yeah. So I think the first experience, like he knows one song really well. But if you okay. stick around for the second song, he does not know it as well. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I chose to dance with uh, the wee Irish lass uh, for the second <laughs> yeah, song. Yeah, uh, 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 Molly. Molly, thank you. Um, yeah. Oh, and Sean, the other Irish character? So yeah. good. So, yeah. I love Sean. He's amazing. Uh, when you're riding – oh, you haven't done it yet. When you're, you do a train job with John and, like, everyone's up hanging onto this wagon – and Sean uh, invites himself to the group and uh, he's like nonstop talking while you're going. And then he starts saying stuff about his dad. And he's like, it's like my dad always said. And everyone's like, oh, my God, shut the fuck up. It's such a good moment. Just like, shut up. I wonder who the voice actor is for that, because he sounds a lot like the guy that plays. Uh, oh, shit. What's the uh, vampire's name in Preacher? Now I can't remember it. Saved my life. Oh yeah, it does sound like it does. It sounds yeah. almost exactly hmm. like that actor. Um, it sounded like Donald Gleason to me, and maybe that's just because he kind of looks like Donald Gleason if you yeah, put him I in a bunch that. of yeah ratty ass clothes. Yep, I can see. That I too. do know that ever since Vice City, uh, Rockstar does not employ uh, voice actors that you've typically heard of. Right. So yeah, I mean, look at John Marston. People still right. don't know that guy's name. It's amazing he came back, though. It's super cool he came back. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. And that's only meaningful to a, the handful of people who watched the Polygon documentary. Yeah. You know? Yeah. About a guy that uh, like did it and just took off. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, we, we would be remiss if we did not mention uh, the Walking Dead Telltale series, or Telltale in general, but Walking Dead sure. in general, when it comes to sure. morality choices, and it actually sculpting the game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> How did you guys play those games? Goody Two Shoes still? Uh, I don't think you could. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that game lets you say you you were a Goody Two Shoes or not. Because there's decisions you just got to choose this person's life or this person. I don't think you can play that game as a Boy Scout. I don't even think that's an option. You just. I wonder what the decisions. game's like if you never choose a a thing to say, like if Lee just never just... talks. <laughs> So That's she's a, good a question. she's a guardian pre forsaken. Yes, uh, got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, what sorry, are you yes. about? destiny. Yeah, yes. yes, 
Oh, you're you're um, Gordon. You're Gordon Freeman. Yeah, you're Gordon Freeman. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Or, yeah. I'm gonna let you two duke this one out because I only watched those games be played. So. Oh no, well, I, mean, I, think I think that, that was most of the conversation it I mean, there. It's, yeah. It's all morally gray. That was the way it was written. Yeah. I was just looking up some games to as a refresher, and and the the, mo- the moment they listed, and this is six years old, so I'll say it. The uh, at the end of the first season, you have to ask. Or you've got the option to ask the little girl you've been escorting to kill you because you've been bitten. So the option is for her to shoot you in the head or just handcuff yourself to the radiator and let her walk away, which yeah. is what I did. And yep. uh, that was the only time after Sephiroth killed Eris that uh, <laughs> video game brought, brought tears. Yeah, I was. they were Ooh. falling from my face. Yeah. Like, the, the end of Journey was special and touching. Uh what other game was it? There's a few other games where like, oh, that was that was neat and sad, but this was just like I I couldn't control myself. It was so goddamn yeah. sad. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he's but, like uh, he's like begging her to leave, and she does. She's like a little girl, and she's like, but I don't. But and you're just like fucking go, fucking go, just leave. Yeah, oh. I think if you're Man. if you're a default human and you don't have any hangups, a child crying in media should should ruin you. <laughs> like <laughs> if um, you're a normal person. Yeah. So in um. In uh, Rogue One, when the shit goes down and there's a little girl in the middle of the conflict just standing there crying, like Ooh. every time that punches me in the gut, I'm like, "Oh, that poor girl." Yep. You know. Yeah, so, and then um, fucking Jin goes and grabs her, doesn't she? Yeah, she like mm-hmm. runs across the field to pick her Scoops up. Scoops her up. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly what. It, yeah, that's exactly what my character in a game would do, or me in real life. Just I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking at these. You got a kid now, these man. Voice it's actors a, it's, it's, in the it takes game. a different uh, takes a different uh, spin on things. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, ben doesn't have any kids. But... You, probably hits you a little harder than me. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking at these names. I don't recognize a single one. Sean is not probably somebody you recognize. Uh, yeah, I don't recognize a single person here. I'm trying to think. Um, let me see. Micah. Micah sounded familiar. Peter Blomquist. He was in L.A. Noir, of course. Oh, sure. But I don't know who this person is. Oh, man. Amanda, Amanda, my wife, watches a show. Um, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called Mistresses. Anyway, there's a character in that show that is the main character from L.A. Noir. And, like, oh, yeah. it was this really weird, like, three or four episodes with him in it. And I was like, what the fuck is he from? And then he yeah. did a thing with a hat on. And I was like, oh, shit. It's mm-hmm. the dude. Yeah, it's weird yeah, seeing. Like, used a lot of famous people. Uh, yeah. A few of them are Mad Men. So okay, sure, I, I know exactly. Who you're ta- I know exactly who you're talking about now. Um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so right. and I know back show, to uh, and I'm gonna question the what? fact that your wife watches it because um, that's 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 not, I don't know if that's good TV, but we'll. <laughs> she doesn't watch good TV. We'll, she does watch good TV, but she also loves like drama stuff. Which okay. is totally fine. Like Fair she enough. watches a lot of good shows, and then she's about to walk over here and defend. She's holding a knife, walking at me. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> she. Uh, I'm sorry, she Caleb. Good... <laughs> she watches good stuff, but she also likes those guilty pleasure. Like she watches uh, Shonda Rhimes shows. So she watches like Scandal and Grey's Anatomy. Because like she likes that shit. That's fine. Okay. That's can, fine. Whatever. But, yeah. But I would argue watch, with Scandal. We... Scandal's fucking good. I haven't watched it. Since, so, so uh, one of the big trends. This is a big departure. One of the big trends in uh, in in 
I don't know, it's certain certain classifications, certain tiers of television is extremely short scenes. Uh, and uh, Sons of Anarchy was bad about this. The new the new Sons of Anarchy's the Mayans is bad about it. A lot of these uh, uh, hospital dramas are bad where uh, an interaction lasts like three or four sentences and then either a person hangs up the phone or walks away without saying anything or saying goodbye and the conversation's not over. It's really <laughs> weird. It's just like two people walk up away. And you're like, in any normal situation, be like, was this done? Are we? <laughs> really weird. So I can't not see it now. Almost every television show, every show that's not written by Aaron Sorkin or something, the, the characters just stop talking and walk away. It's really weird. And once you start looking for it, you probably won't be able to unsee it. But yeah, uh, it's weird, man. And it's just basically they have they come in, enter a room, say a few things, and leave. Next scene. Two people, three people talking, a couple sentences. Yeah, they just live their lives in little like short sentence breaks. Yeah, it's like the show, the 20 minute show tries to cram in like 48 scenes or something like that. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Awful. Um, so can you guys remember a time playing a game with where you were? Well, I guess first, Eric, do you always play a character that's not you? Or do you like, like, yeah, define that. Do you role play? You're, you're or running you around. Yes, exactly. Do you play the role of the character you're playing in the game, or do you try to put yourself in that character? Ah, okay. Uh, I thought he's we like about... it's one and the same, motherfucker. I thought, I thought we were about to get. I thought we were about to get kinky. I was gonna have to go get my wife. Um, what? Yeah. Why did you, you guys, think that? You guys said role, said role play. play. I didn't know what yeah. we. Were, I didn't know where we were going. I thought we were taking bounty board in a different direction tonight. Um, Booty board. Booty board. Booty board. Exactly. <laughs> Love it. Um, That's amazing. It depends. It depends on the game, right? I think in something that is a very scripted environment, I kind of just go along for the ride. Where I'm, you know, like sure. like the Mass Effect series, right? That was a that was the blood, sweat, and tears, or blood, sweat, and pixels to to stay relevant of a development team, a group of artists, a group of writers, directors, producers, engineers, and everybody putting together a movie, right? So I like to, to suspend who I am and kind of play that character and ride that, you know, I'll make the choices they want me to make based on, you know, my life. Um, so do you see Arthur as being the bad person that you're playing him as? I'm playing Arthur based on my experiences of loving John Marston in the first game. And the fact that John Marston... I also played John Marston as a good person. I, I played John Marston as a great person in the first Red Dead. And I remember John Marston thinking Arthur Morgan was the fucking scum of the earth uh, <laughs> in the first game. Mm. So I'm making Arthur Morgan. And whether I'm doing this consciously Wait, or subconsciously... Is Arthur mentioned in the first Red Dead? The gang is mentioned in the first Red Dead, right? That he's hunting. So yeah. we'll have to ask Marco. Yeah. He's played he's played Red Dead like two or three times. We'll have to ask yeah, him. Yeah, I'll have to ask he him. Knows, he would know specifically. But, but the gang is hundred percent mentioned, and John's backstory is hundred percent mentioned uh, that he was part of this gang. And now I'm kind of seeing, okay, well we're we're a band of outlaws now. Whether or not we are Robin Hood and the Merry Men is yet to be told. And I may turn it around. Right, I'm still living kind of this. <laughs> this kind of early phase of I'm not even out of chapter two and I'm just riding around the countryside um, after Micah made me kill everybody in strawberry. Um, or maybe the, I just let the demon out for a minute and killed everybody in strawberry. Oh no, that, we that's, have, we there's, have, a few scenes that, 
There's a few scenes that make you do that. No, 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 There's no. A few time, few, I, don't, few I don't think you guys are getting it. Like, I kicked in all the doors and killed everybody in Strawberry. Oh. <laughs> wow. So there you're, was, right. you're playing... Uh, the mask stayed up, and we just... You're playing Westworld, basically. Yeah, we, yeah, basically, I'm Ed Harris in Westworld, and I just went nuts <laughs> uh, in, mm. in Strawberry. Uh, anybody that wrote it down, boom, Tomahawk... I mean, it was, I was, I was definitely playing with all the tools of the open sandbox environment in strawberry. That's interesting. Yeah. And now I, I have why, to, uh, and now I, I have I've never to, had that obligation or, um, uh, 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 I don't know. I've never been felt motivated to stretch Red Dead Redemption sandbox in that direction. I don't it know was, why. it was two in the morning and it was the end of, uh, and it was the end of the night. And I was just like, fuck it, let's just go. <laughs> And to see how long see what I, happens. Yeah, I was basically seeing how long I could survive. Um, yeah, and it was it was I guess pro- it's a matter of time before I do it. Yeah, it was about, does that. It was about forty five minutes. Uh, it took the law to finally take my ass down out of. Strawberry. They finally bring in uh, tanks and helicopters. Yeah, yeah, tanks and helicopters came. Yeah, Gatling guns. There were moss cannons <laughs> on the back of fucking carts. <laughs> uh, it was good. So I've had a few moments in Red Dead where I've I've like deliberately tried to test out the uh, limitations of what do. Um, but I still feel like they fall in line with the character. I did have a moment um, to answer my own question last night where uh, you, you meet a guy in Rhodes who's like drunk. And when you go to talk to him, he just starts like sobbing about how he, he wasn't supposed to be this. He was supposed to be better. He, he, he misses his old, he misses his old life. And uh, without giving anything away, this is only 30 years post-Civil War, and his job, the, the thing he's bemoaning was ended by the Civil War being lost by the South. And so, like, when Arthur figures that out, you go back to him, and you just, like, kind of straight out call him a piece of shit. And he just kind of starts sobbing in front of his campfire, <laughs> like, wow. wishing, not, not repentantly. Like he just still bemoaning who he was, and uh, I stood there for a second and pulled my gun and aimed it at the back of his head. That was like, he's like doubled over, face parallel with the ground. I held it to the back of his head and I sat there for like fifteen seconds, like fuck this dude, but like would I do this? But like fuck this dude, and so eventually I just like gave up, pulled the trigger, blew him away, and I got positive morality for doing it. Oh wow, that's interesting. And I was like, fuck. Uh, and it also felt really good. Um, but he like <laughs> fell into the campfire and then caught on fire after I shot him. I burned all the like, bodies. Oh. Yes, I found uh, a bunch of cannibals and definitely made a bonfire out of them. Oh shit. I have yeah. not seen them. So hold on. The <laughs> things that run after you, the human looking zombie esque things in uh in the swamp area that I was describing earlier, Caleb, are those the cannibals? Uh I haven't seen anything zombie like the cannibals I ran into were definitely just deranged humans. Uh, oh. uh I know the game wanders into mutant territory, I think. But it's definitely in the swamps. I can tell you that. Okay, that's the swamps in the southeastern part. What's the name of the uh, the area? Lemay, Lemery. Oh, I'm not sure. Lemoy. Yeah, yeah. Because I was tr- I was trotting through the my horse was trotting through there at night, and then all of a sudden it got like freaked out because there was a predator, and then three red dots, and I turned around and it looked like you know 28 days later zombies were running after me, 
Uh, and I didn't ask questions or run away. I just shot them all. Um, right. But then I burned their bodies. So and I, wasn't, <laughs> I didn't know if those were cannibals or zombies. But uh, Yeah, they, I, I know there's... Because there is I, a vampire. I, think I saw a screenshot the other day of some mutated people, but I don't think it goes into zombie territory. Yeah, because there is a vampire in... Uh, yeah, in the city there is. that you could find. Yep. Um, yes, there is. And then Arthur Morgan. Arthur Morgan is never mentioned in the original Red Dead. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. But uh, the yeah, I don't. I've lost my train of thought now. Sorry, I cut it off. I'm so I wonder if I wonder if they're going to do another undead nightmare, or if they're going to change it to a different uh, enemy. Like, oh, if vampires. they go vampires this time, ooh, that'd shit. be great. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Because Apparently, cool. if you take that vampire's body that's in Saint Denis on your horse until the sun comes up, shit does happen. Really? Yeah. Like, so you might be a real vampire. You're not just a deranged guy that eats people because he thinks he's a vampire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, interesting. Shit happens. So, so um, what can you guys remember a time when playing a game like this that like, uh you did something that you hmm not maybe maybe not you did something you wouldn't do but like you did something that you didn't think the character would do oh wow interesting um yeah i do i think that's one of those uh situations where you you load <laughs> your last autosave uh and i think <laughs> sure Mass Effect did that a lot because the the dialogue option didn't match what came out of his mouth. Right. Because it was like the dialogue option was like an internal monologue, and then he'd say something really fucked up, and I'm like, no! <laughs> what? No. no! And then, um, and then I, don't, I, I don't think... Did Mass Effect always have positive, neutral, negative down the side, or did they implement that later? So in the first Mass Effect, it was Paragon and Renegade, and there was, a, I guess, a slider in between the two. No, I mean, on the dialogue wheel itself, where yeah, there was, there was dialogue a, it option was kinda, yeah, always positive. It was a clear cut on, you pick the left one, it's going to be re- your, it's your Renegade answer, your right yeah, one. Yeah, except the Mass Effect 1, you had to have the right charisma skills to be able to do Paragon shit. Yeah, sometimes right. they were great. It was, yeah. it was hardcore RPG. Mass Effect um, 2 was a mix between those happening occasionally, but also like the trigger pulls of doing something Paragon or Renegade in the moment of a cutscene. Right. Yeah. And then three was I, mostly dialogue. I think there's I think there's a lot of instances, none that I can really remember specifically, where I chose something and what I and something happened I didn't expect. Uh and I guess that's fairly organic because <laughs> that's life, I suppose. Yep. Yeah, and there's there's times like Caleb said the other day where he wished he didn't load; he just lived with his decision, you know. But the temptation's too strong to just hit start and load up and do it differently. You know, right? We're living in a fantasy after all, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so maybe the question I'm asking is not worded correctly. So, like, I guess I, I'm trying to think of like a situation that I can use in my own anecdote, like illustrates this better but there have been times where i've been playing a certain way maybe getting into the character or maybe trying to be me and then getting to a moment and just being like nope 
and doing the other thing. Yeah, I like, don't. Uh, I don't think Arthur Morgan it, would have killed everybody in Strawberry. <laughs> Why'd you do it? Mm, like I said, it was two in the morning. The stream was ending, yeah, and I felt like I felt like yeah, I felt like being Ed Harris for a minute yeah. and just running the world. Okay, so was there ever a time you did something like that that seemed out of character that, like, stuck with you because it wasn't something you were doing just to fuck around? Like, I, when I played Splinter Cell Conviction, at the end of that game, you have the option to kill or not kill the guy that's responsible for all that shit, like, covering up your daughter being, like, fake killed and, like, that led you to kill your best friend Lambert and uh, double agent. Like, oh, this guy's responsible for a fuck ton of shit. I chose not to kill him. Yeah, I didn't kill that guy either. Because I, I just sat there. I didn't know what to fucking do. Yeah. I sat there long enough that Sam Fisher turned around. And as soon as he turns around, Grim steps in front of him and fucking blows his brains yeah. out. So she does it for you. And I was like, oh, thank God she did it. <laughs> I, I but I you. felt like Sam Fisher would, was he was that kind of like, I don't give a fuck character that he probably would have shot him, but I had this conflict in yeah. that moment of like, but he's also on his way out. Right. And he's like, fuck it, I'm done with this shit. So like Woody. And I think that's one of my favorite things about games that do that shit is like when they get to that moment of like, what would this guy do? What would I do? And it makes you like argue with that. I guess I'm asking for like a moment that made you, that, that was like that for you. Where you have to like go of- to war with yourself and the character. Uh, it was fleeting, but I, I I didn't kill many people in Dishonored, but I definitely killed the guy at the end. Um, and I felt that was a counter to every decision I made in that game. Um, because I felt like if I could spare everybody else who were responsible for all sorts of vile atrocities, then maybe I should just not yeah. kill this guy either. But was it the guy that was like hanging off the ledge or at the ledge with Elizabeth? No, in the first game. No, uh, this was the guy that you broke into his uh, compound or whatever, and you're in the rafters, and you can jump down and kill him. It's like the very last kill in Dishonored. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, just something in me is just like, eh, just kill him. <laughs> <I don't laughs> sure, know. sure. Yeah, and it, it was counter to the, the whole story arc that I, I gave that character, and I'm sure if the game was trying to narrate that for me, it was utterly confused. Uh, but just to throw a wrench in your conversation, the other night we were playing Sea of Thieves and our goal was to turn on that ship after helping him, and which uh, we play with our mom and uh, and she was conflicted. But Oh, she, she felt agreed. real bad about it. Yeah. She was outnumbered. Yeah, she felt bad. And then yesterday she's like, you know what? I felt pretty good about that. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely had a change of heart. You got to embrace, so, uh, you gotta Eric, embrace we were, the darkness every now and then. You just got to let yeah, it go. Sure. Yeah, Eric, we, uh, we were... We saw a single ship fighting a bunch of skeleton ships, so we went mm-hmm. up to help them, knowing that we were going to betray them once it was over. And that's exactly what we did. We finished up the fight. We sh- we pulled up right next to them, and we did the classic change of colors. We we pulled up the Jolly Roger and opened fire. Oh and no! And I had, a, and I, had a TNT, I had a TNT barrel on his hole, so like the second cannonball hit, and his ship just fucking. <laughs> man. Yeah. And this is, this is more my avatar than me, but betraying somebody in Sea of Thieves is definitely against character. <laughs> I am sure. Mr. Friendly. I am yeah. Mr. Friendly in Sea of Thieves. I am Sea of Friends. Yeah. So, like, there's a... <laughs> see, see you, buddies. There's the, um, there's the title of the podcast. 
sea of friends sea yeah of friends <laughs> um so there's uh I, I just love when games like with morality in them with stories you can impact make those moments where like you like i like ben and i have said like we kind of play as who we are right we don't right. want to fuck people over yeah. but then like there are moments where like i'll make a decision and i don't even think and i think that's maybe why my first question was so hard to like understand i don't even think it's a, it's a situation where you're choosing outside of your character or outside of what you would do it's just the game over time changes the way you think about the world that you're playing in and like certain things deserve certain actions like that kill at the end of dishonored mm -hmm. right like you play the whole game like trying to be a pacifist and you were like you know what actually fuck this guy yeah. um i love when games like do that to you uh and i'm trying to think of like other games that have done it but eric what was the time that like that happened to you because you've been quiet for a minute um <laughs> God, I'm trying to think of something. It's a really specific question. Yeah, it is really hard to find an answer. But yeah, I'm well, trying so I'm trying to think of something in the recent, you know, in the last, you know, four or five years that I've played where I've really just kind of been like, oh shit, do what decision do I make here? Um, and then walked away from it. I mean, Splinter Cell is a good one, you know, because I made the same decision. I didn't let's. I didn't kill that guy. I walked away. From oh, him. I wanted to so bad. Because I was like, no, this dude, <laughs> this dude is not worth a bullet out of Sam Fisher's gun. Is kind of how I looked at it, uh, regardless yeah. of the repercussions coming after that. Um, I think that's the only time I've actually sat there long enough. The game was like, don't worry, we got this. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? That's that's happened to me a couple I, times in Red Dead. I just couldn't decide. Where there's been people Wait, like in, in Red Dead? yeah in bear traps like their legs are in bear traps and then like I'll see a butterfly <laughs> or something and then my character will turn around and they turn back around and they're dead um, and they're like you bastard and they've bled out I'm like oh man cool that dude had twenty bucks awesome oh uh, so I did I did something worse in Red Dead uh -oh. and I hated myself uh oh I did two things the second thing's a long story so I won't tell it but the first one I came across one of those random events where someone's in the world. But this guy was on a riverbed with a pan, panning for gold. And then you walk up to him, and Arthur's real cordial about it. And he's like, I'm just looking for gold, and hopefully I'm find something. And Arthur, before you leave, like the last dialogue option, when you hit uh, greet or whatever, he's like, well, good luck. And so I started to ride away. And I was like, what if he finds something? So I waited in the bushes. And then about two minutes later, he was like, Hot diggity! And he he found gold. So he hopped up onto his... He he turned around to go to his horse, and I stepped out of the bushes and aimed a gun at him. And not only did I do this in context of our first conversation, but the game knew that. So Arthur stepped out and was like, yeah, sorry, pardon. I'm going to need that now. Uh, like, yeah. And uh, he was like, what? And like tried to run, and I shot him and killed him, and took like three or four gold nuggets that were each worth fifty bucks. And it was early in the game, so I was like, "Fuck yeah!" But like riding back, I had this like overwhelming sense of like, "Fuck, that guy was about to be really happy," and I murdered him for like two hundred dollars. And now my character has like fifty five hundred dollars, and I'm like, "Yeah, I didn't need yeah. it." Fair enough. And you know, fair point though. The two hundred dollars. A lot of money in eighteen, you know, eighteen hundred. Yeah, 
So yeah, yeah it's true. You fifty five hundred dollars. You are loaded, my friend. Oh yeah, um, I've done a couple of the treasure maps, and you've, if you find gold, they sell for five hundred dollars each. Yeah. One treasure map gets you four gold bars, and the other ones I've done have gotten me one, two, and three. And then I just robbed a bank. So yeah, I'm set. I don't have to worry about money. You're good. Uh, I wish I'd known that, though. I wouldn't have murdered this guy. That's all right. It happens. It's a video (laughs) game. Um, Are there decisions you guys can remember in games with story? With like, maybe it's not even just morality, but like you can impact the story in in a moral way. Are there decisions you guys have made that you decided to stick with, even though you regretted them? I remember there being a decision in KOTOR 2 and I can't remember which <laughs> which one it was but I I ended up somebody was going to die or somebody was going to live uh, and I know that's super generic um, No, yeah, and, no, and I, I ended mean, up letting them die that's the only two options we get really Yeah, and then I ended up letting them die and I was going to go back and save I was going to go back and go ah, and then I just said Nah, fuck it. Let's uh, let's just carry on with the game. I, that one sticks in my mind. I can't remember the characters. Getting, I'm getting old. I just start taking some <laughs> fucking Mass Effect. Whatever. Mass Effect Two did one to me. Where do you remember? No, it's I guess it was Mass Effect Three. I don't remember. Fuck. You remember? There's a there's a a, a ship. Uh, like the captain's aide. What were they called? In that game, the person that stands like right next to the space map when you go up to it and says like, "You have new messages." Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Your secretary. She, <laughs> yeah, your secretary, essentially. Um, I think it's she's in she's the, the person in Mass Effect 2, right? Um, and like you I had a couple of conversations with her about like faith and like it was she was a really cool character, and in Mass Effect 3, she's left Cerberus because you essentially tear them down at the end of Mass Effect 2. Uh and like Cerberus is now this like bounty hunting, trying to come after Shepard organization in three. So she's left Cerberus and she's living in the Citadel in the slums helping people. But she's going by her name. And when you run into her, she's like, should I change my name like just in case some shit happens? And uh, I was like, no, dude, don't live in fear. Like, you're on the Citadel. Nothing's going to happen. Oh, and yeah. then in Mass Effect 3, fucking Cerberus takes the Citadel. And I found her with a bullet in her head. And I was like, Fuck. Whoops. Like I could have avoided that if she had Damn. a different name. Maybe. Uh, but it was <laughs> so not. far back I couldn't have rewound it. Oh no, I looked it up. Like you, if you tell her to hide, she definitely doesn't die. Okay. What's up, Smurf? Uh, um What's up, dude? Hey, what's going on? Yeah, I don't know. Um is this this has been a this has been like one of our more heavy, kind of tougher topics, right? Uh I sure. Think. I feel like those questions would have been uh better if we had time to prep because you're making me dig through like 30 years of video yeah there, uh, yeah that's where and, i am is and that like, just makes my mouth shut and just go hmm. <laughs> oh man yeah. dude i know i know one dis- you made specifically that applies to this though okay uh you played your XCOM campaign with mm. like all the same characters oh yeah 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 and you man, lost good, one yeah good call yeah, you I lost uh, one, I, didn't you? I uh I only lost you Your know sniper? new recruits, you know, red shirts basically through the whole game. <laughs> but I had a I had an elite team at the end and my uh my badass sniper chick with the mohawk and British accent bit it on the last mission. 
I was like, man, let me just finish. Let me just wrap this up for her. And I, I let her let her stay dead. And that was like, you know, sort of uh, ad hoc storytelling. You know, that's the way the game ended for me is my sniper yeah. died on the way out. So, yep. yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Got yeah. anything, Eric? No. <laughs> that's fine. I did ask a bunch of questions that, yeah, Ben's right. I probably should have yeah. like, sent them out a little bit ahead of time. No, I yeah, I, questions. I, there was there was some. Yeah. I knew the topic earlier because we had talked about it, and it was on the on the editorial calendar. And then uh, I was going to look into it, and then I ended up having a bunch of homework to do with the children this evening. Um, Fun, dude. Yeah, yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah, you'll get there. You'll get there. Did you did you did you get did you help them or did you hinder them? No, no, no. I definitely helped them. I'm just okay. You know. My kids are going to come up with math, and I'm going to just be like. <laughs> Sorry. No, it wasn't math. It, <laughs> was, it was uh yeah. it was some some creative writing and then uh and then uh Cy had to glue some stuff to a feather. You know, okay. Because he's full. Glue some okay. stuff to a feather or glue a feather to stuff? Nope, glue some glue stuff. To stuff. It, it was a big like poster board feather that he had to decorate. Oh, okay. Okay. So Okay, well, we're in the wrap up uh area in terms of time. So, uh, Ben, you haven't been on, but we wrap up with our bounties, which is essentially what we're doing. Uh, and I know I'll preempt it by like saying it's been a, about an hour and a half of that so far, hasn't it? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. So I'll preempt yeah. it by saying, yeah, we're all we're all playing Red Dead, so don't share that. But are you doing anything outside of Red Dead that you wanna that you wanna share with people? Um, also, Ben, since you're a guest and you're not Odin, you actually have a web presence outside of Xbox. Uh, tell people where to find you. Tell us what you do. So, uh, yeah, I'm a comic artist, cartoonist, illustrator. Uh, I go by Sketch Sawyer everywhere from Xbox Live to uh, Twitch and Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. Uh, I just had a book out. And if you find me anywhere you'll see uh ways to get to that uh i got a kickstarter out right now called for molly uh it's not about drugs uh it's about dogs <laughs> but uh let me think what else yeah nothing just uh Good. i'm online a lot big online presence on not, instagram and i did not get how that could be about for a good like fuck uh <laughs> my head was right yeah. there i was like wait a minute that's really kind of what god that's that's a Weird topic, Ben, but okay. And then I, really, <laughs> then I yeah. remembered, wait a minute, we've already talked about this. It's definitely a dog. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, that's that's basically it. Uh, right. I'm going to be kicking up a YouTube and Twitch presence at the beginning of the new year, maybe some instructional tutorial stuff. There you go. And then uh, Caleb and I are working on a creative thing, maybe hopefully eventually. Hopefully, soon, yeah. yeah. yeah, Something uh, visually interesting and animated, I think, is the direction we're going to go. Yeah, dope. And that's, uh, that's the only thing I'm playing right now beyond Red Dead is Sea of Thieves. I'm pretty hardcore. Yeah. And if anybody's tried it and disliked it because there wasn't much to do, I would say jump in December 1st. You might jump in now and love it, but if not, wait till December 1st. Uh, and if you've never played it, I strongly recommend it. It's a really wicked original uh, sandbox with a really bitching community. Uh, but if you don't like it, don't beat yourself up over it. It's not for everyone. So yeah. it's 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 kind of niche i can accept that dope any other uh any other media other than uh games you're consuming share uh just finished daredevil season three it was amazing 
Dope. Absolutely amazing. Uh, uh, so uh, Fisk is an absolute beast. Vincent D'Onofrio is oh. an absolute powerhouse. So good. Um, yeah. <laughs> and every other supporting actor and actress in that is just phenomenal as well. Uh, even though Karen Page is still as annoying as she ever has been. Uh, I love her to death. She's beautiful, but that's one annoying character. But yeah. um, uh, yeah, the way that's, they, uh, I mean, that's uh, yeah, it was. We talked about this a little bit ago, Caleb. And that this and no spoiler, no spoilers. But this was they could have very easily just said, um, the season was called just called Kingpin and just been done with it, and it would yeah. have been it would have been fine. Um, yep, because uh, it's. It really did feel like they wrote the show around the villain, which I think most superhero things these days benefit from that. You know, yeah. like the Nolan trilogy. Yep, totally. The uh, yeah. that, uh, that no spoilers aside, but Ben, I just the, the the scene where he is going through Bullseye's past and he yeah. says like nothing, just the gravitas. We talked a lot of, a little bit about this in Discord. Um, it just is like, oh my god, he's just a ghost. Yeah, he's just yeah. kind of. If you haven't walked, he's, just he's a, literally walking through uh, the 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 new villain. I don't want to say who it is. Nah, no, forget that. Everybody knows it's Deadshot. Um, Bullseye. Walking through Bullseye. His, through his backstory. Yeah, sorry. Walking through his backstory, um, like physically walking through. It, it was really cool. Yeah, it was, it was really just awesome. the way it was, oh, done, wow. it was shot, and then. Just Vincent Offier's facial expressions, and he's saying nothing, and you cannot take your eyes off of him the whole yeah. time. It's it's amazing. Um, so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, shoot, I had something else to say. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with uh, Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, Smurf. You know, we'll. You know. We. Yeah, yeah. I I wanted to talk about that in my podcast. And I, I think it's really sad they're canceling everything. Especially yep. uh, Luke Cage. That shit was phenomenal. Yep. But maybe they'll rebrand for the... I don't know. They better not. I don't know. That would be that would be a very DC-like move for them if they rebranded everything with all new actors. Yeah. I, I, I just don't see why Disney wouldn't continue it. But, like, whatever, I guess. Contracts? <laughs> yeah, it's contracts. Netflix-owned it's license, property. Yeah, it's, it's licensing rights. It's, yeah. you know... Yeah, but Netflix sure. surely isn't hanging on to any Marvel properties after this year. Like Disney's been planning this for a while, so you'd imagine all the contracts that they had with Netflix are going to them. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 super coincidental. Otherwise, that like Netflix is canceling all of their net their Marvel shows the you know six months before Disney's thing comes out. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to believe that's just coincidental. But like maybe, maybe because Disney. Yeah. Uh, in the chat, Smurf says that Disney's family friendly. So like maybe. Yeah, but. They signed a special contract to keep Deadpool rated R, so they're not. Yeah, so they can do it beyond yep. being a little flexible. So yeah, let's hope. Yeah, I mean, now that they now that they're getting Fox, and once that goes through, like Disney is gonna have to open up and understand that their audience is gonna be maturing and want mature, more mature content. Um, I'm I wonder what waiting. happens to Hulu because Fox owns Hulu. <laughs> so like, is Hulu uh, just gonna turn into Disney Plus? No, but I think Hulu will be the exclusive Disney Plus partner, and there will be a channel that you can buy on. Fuck! Um, what if all of the Marvel shows go to? <laughs> yeah, um, which that is a sucks. very real possibility, right? Uh, I fucking hate Hulu's interface on Xbox. It's so bad. Um. Yeah, but arguably Netflix is a streaming service targeting kids as well, right? Like, 
uh, my kids don't watch TV. Like it, it kind of every Saturday morning when we get up, I'm like, um, Oh, did NBC, NBC pick up Fox's portion of Hulu? Okay. Well that answers that question then. Um, I wouldn't say just because it's a streaming service, it's targeting children. That's a strange statement to me. Yeah. Um, so a streaming service that appeals to younger audience right rather That's than saying targeting children <laughs> it's like youtube <laughs> no, uh so uh i don't know if you could even say that there's so much more content on netflix that's for adults than for kids right well uh, you got you've never you've never set up a profile that is oh no i i have a kid's profile dude okay. right. <laughs> yes <Yeah>. i have <laughs> Did I sure there's a lot of shit in there, but I don't think it's the same as as the the Matt the other stuff. Anyway, anyway, not to get back into another topic. Eric, share what you're doing. Give me your bounties. Uh let's see. I wrapped up um, Castlevania two. We talked about it last week. I finally got through the. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Not the not the game. The second season of the show. Second season of the show. Um, if Ben, if you haven't watched that, highly recommend it. Can't be. I mean, just. So good. Uh, nice. What's up, lady right. friend? Uh, and then uh, finally wrapped up the third season of Seven Deadly Sins, which is another uh, Netflix uh, anime. Um, not one of their traditional like early anime shows. It's actually all hand-drawn. It's based on a manga uh, that cool. I read. Um, the whole premise is, is there's demons and angels, and there, you know there's, a th- there's all types of different... There's a race of giants, and then everything takes place in like... Um, King Arthur era Britannia. Um, King Arthur is a child, and then you know there's seven deadly sins are the characters. Um, you know, and they have it's 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 super interesting, but it's definitely a show and style manga with a lot of action and very kind of little substance with huge, awesome fight scenes where there's a lot of anime flashing and swords and things like that. So nice. So uh, I'm gonna look something up I saw a long time ago. I'm gonna try to find it and recommend it to you before we get off here. All right. While he does that, Eric. What's up? Where can people find you? Oh, uh, right under here. Hybrid glass everywhere. Uh, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube. Um, that's really the main places. Um, maybe there will be other presences in the future. Um, playing red dead, playing black ops, uh, then, uh, rage Bahamut. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, then, uh, I am actually going to play probably because the open beta just started is uh, Black Desert. Um, oh, yeah. The open Black beta. Desert Online. Yeah. The open beta is on Xbox. I downloaded it. Played a little bit today. Uh, maybe we'll play a little bit after the stream um, or after the podcast just tonight just to kind of get a feel for it. Um, the character creation in that game is just yeah, pretty cool. out of control. I think if you have EA access, you can play Battlefield tonight. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, is that really? Uh, yeah, okay, I'm gonna download that shit. Oh. <laughs> um. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that just derailed the whole conversation. Plans like, may uh, have changed. Yes. Um, Dope. Plans may have changed. We'll see. All right. Thank you so much. Well, uh, you can uh, you can find me everywhere at LoveWub. That's uh, fa- I always want to say Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Xbox, PlayStation. Tumblr. Um, I should make a MySpace just to be a hipster. 
Um, I tried to dig up my old MySpace to find some of my old photos because I have moments lost in time. Sure. Like, I, I opened mine relatively recently. God. Old messages from like 11 years ago between me and my now wife are just bad. Oh, wow. Try to find, um, I didn't even realize MySpace my, was still uh, a profiles. site. It is. See if my profile is still attached to yours. If I don't even yeah. know if we connected back then, but that'd be awesome. I'll look. I'll look. Okay. <laughs> um, other than that, wow. other than Red Dead and uh, Rocket League, I'm playing um, some Mark of the Ninja. That game is still very good um, yeah. for a side-scrolling stealth game that is kind of timeless just because of its, you know, uh, its format. It's it's very good. It's still, in my opinion, one of the best ninja games that exist. Totally. Um, why we don't have a true stealth ninja game is beyond me, but hopefully Assassin's Creed will pull their finger out of their asses, pull their whole head out of their asses and go there soon. Um, still reading Jason Schreier's Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, which Eric uh, so artfully mixed into the conversation earlier. This podcast. Yeah, I noticed. I'm also reading that. Good read. Good, good book. Yeah, very, it's really uh, good. Pick it up. Very depressing, but you know, good. Yeah, and I'm in the yeah. It's a uh, it's it still kind of motivates me to want to be involved in the industry just because like. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out in what capacity without like dragging myself into the shit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Freelance work maybe. A... contract. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay on the outer. Stay on the outer rim. Yeah, I work in a game studio now, and like just while reading this, I'm. Yeah, gross. While while reading this book, I'm realizing like, oh, I, I I work in an environment that like very quickly could become this, and maybe not like the crunch aspects, but definitely like the lack of money aspects. Um, <laughs> so like it's yeah. it's one of those things where it's just like, oh, it's the start, uh, it's the startup industry, it's the tech startup industry, and like funding is funding, and those things ebb and flow. Risky. So it's, it's yeah, it's risky, risky business. Yeah. Um, well, the nice thing—the nice thing about the one you're in, you know—is if you're if you guys are delivering on what you have sold your investors on, then I think you'll be fine. Versus a typical, I think it's a little harder, sure, because you guys have a core product, right, that you're actually selling into educational systems on a yeah. licensing model. Yeah, the problem is, I think investors have a problem investing in education. Well, <laughs> right now, obviously. right now. Is because they're like, uh, it's education. There's more money in consumer. Wow, um, got to do which, something. Which, uh, yeah, there, there's there's possibilities all over the place. Right. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's how you find me. That's what I'm doing. Um, this has been Bounty Board. Thanks to everyone who was in the chat. Sorry for the people that showed up late. Um, we uh, we sent out tweets though, saying that we started at 10:30. So it's actually your fault. Oh no! Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Better luck uh, next time. Thank you for coming, everybody. We appreciate Eric's that. like, this is my stream. And for those of you, I'm yeah, for kidding. those of you who are going to be who catch us on the audio, this will be up on Monday, um, so you'll be able to catch us there. Um, but uh, yep, yep, it'll be up Monday at 10 a.m. There you go. All on the dot, all depending on. And if you want to play Sea of Thieves, just add Sketch Sawyer to your Xbox or PC. There you go. Boom. And I'll be your buddy. Making friends. <laughs> that voice is not at all a uh, an indication of how creepy that, that relationship will be. Yeah. Or is it? Alright, I was waiting for you to try it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, that's, uh, that's going to wrap it up for us, guys. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for watching. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week, and we're going to have another guest next week. So uh, Yes, we are. Come back. Stay tuned. Bye.
Uh, thanks so much. Bye-bye. <laughs>